This week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Seasons and Seasonings. And that needs some more seasoning. <laughs> um, my co-host is wearing a hat that... Uh, and it's jolly! Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and Feliz Navidad. Make sure if you are partaking any in any holiday meal... That whatever you bring must be seasoned. Come on out. If you can't season nothing, bring a bottle. Be a classy gay. Mm -hmm. Don't be a nasty gay. Because I don't know nothing about the paprika and how much... uh, What Do it require nutmeg? Because I know it seasons greetings. Or do you put cinnamon? Or do you put both? It depends on the dish, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. That's why you are (laughs) bringing the bottle. That's why I'm just bringing the bottle kind of girl. I'm like, oh, what kind of wine you want? (laughs) Uh, I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. one of Patti LaBelle's missing background in- singers. I'm the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my background singers? <laughs> B.K.A. Dr. Manhattan's dick. My name. Woo. <laughs> they deserve the moment of silence. Amen. Um, my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. Um, also, this week, our episode is brought to you by the amazing Manscaped. This men's grooming company has some amazing products for your nether regions. From trimmers specifically designed for public for pubic regions, ball deodorants, and ball toners to keep your balls nice and tight for the new year. There's no reason to go into 2020 with wrinkly nuts. Get over to Manscaped.com dot com right now that's manscaped m-a-n-s-c-a-p-e-d dot com right now get your balls in order i'm here for it um our icebreaker this week is can boys be princesses yes okay oh (laughs) um no remember i had i had the book on my coffee table it's um in my entertainment stand now but um what was the book about um it was a, the young black boy who wrote the book about being a princess and he did the whole tv talk show circuit oh my gosh i feel so guilty for not knowing his name but yes the boys can be princesses uh. yeah there was a picture uh circulating social media again this week of a black boy as a princess with snow white i believe was maybe she was cinderella i don't know they i get them mixed up but um like a disney princess was taking pictures with kids and this one black boy came up and he was also dressed like a princess living his best life and of course the internet exploded because how dare a boy how dare a black boy think he can be a princess what the fuck a princess how dare he be a deadbeat father y'all allow them to aspire to be everything else how about he aspire to marry rich and walk around in gowns (laughs) so my answer is of course they can it's a stepping stone to becoming a queen Come on out. And everybody does not have to conform to your masculine fantasies. If he wants to be a queen when he grows up and a princess while he's young, that is his choice to make, not yours. N-O-T-Y-O-U-R-S. Period. Um, (laughs) This ghetto podcast has been going on all year long. And we could not have done it without each and every one of you. So thank you guys so much for your support, for supporting this ghetto-ass podcast. Thank you guys for um, our awesome sponsors and donors and contributors um, for helping us realize this vision 
all year long. We were able to do it every episode when we yeah. wanted to do the episode. Yeah. Um, and we hope that y'all stick by us in 2020. Is more fire, more hot shit coming up that uh, we have planned for y'all. Um, so, one, if you are not already subscribed to this podcast, make sure you are subscribed right now. Um, if you would like to help support this podcast and give us a little Christmas gift. Today yeah. is Christmas. Happy holidays. You can get over to our Patreon right now and for at least $1, you can open up the treasure vault of all of the Patreon content that we have posted throughout the year. We have posted mm-hmm. uh, pictures, videos, uh, basically full episodes of the podcast. Insta lives and things. We've been, do- we've been doing things. All of those things throughout the year are on our Patreon right now. And for at least $1, uh-huh. that could be a Christmas gift. That give you give, Here for a podcast, a Christmas gift. Get over to our Patreon right now. For at least $1, you can unlock all of that. And you can get your life. Because, you know, ain't nothing coming on TV for the next week anyway. So you might as well get over to our Patreon and, and get your life on something. And it might not be no here for a podcast either. But... Um, if you ain't got a dollar, the least you can do is make sure you like this episode and share it with your friends and community on social media so somebody else can get a quick giggle or two or three. Or find us on the internet and write us hate mail like sometimes they do. Well, child, here for a pod at gmail.com. Not my private inbox. Ronald Matters at Gmail is a whole separate business. But thank you guys so much for your support. <laughs> thank Just you guys. A mess, thank you guys so much for your support. Um, our affirmation this week is: It's okay for 2020 to be your reset button. This hat gotta go. Ooh, okay, I was festive for five minutes. Ling ling ling. Okay. See, this is why we don't give y'all wigs. We don't give y'all lace fronts because you can't deal. I cannot. Um, it's okay for 2020 to be your reset button. Fuck people who want to judge you for going back to the gym. Changing your diet or quitting something to make, quitting something to make yourself more healthy. Mm-hmm. Your temple is yours, and you only get one in this lifetime. People's judgment of how you want to keep, want to upkeep it, is not your business. Let them keep their negativity over there in the slow lane while you race toward the finish line. Amen. So um, I say that as the new year approaches again. Today is Christmas, as you guys are listening, but. We all know what happens literally right after Christmas is, um, one, you got fat because you ate a whole bunch on Christmas, mm-hmm. and then you start being like, oh my God, my body, I don't want to take this fat body into 2020, I'm going to get fit, I'm going to stop smoking, I'm going to stop drinking. Me too. Me too. I'm not reading him. This I, have okay. I have goals. I have goals. Yeah. Um. So, allow those reset buttons for yourself um and if it only lasts for two weeks and then you just fall back down remember that you still can get come back on. up come on now um last week we talked about nothing because we were off for my birthday happy birthday you turned 21 finally i was like girl i'm tired of having to buy two drinks and you get carded then we got to leave the club Woo. um i mean i guess you are so young <laughs> yeah the, the the gray in my beard grows every day <laughs> Um, I was in Mexico. I was um, jet skiing and ziplining and having public sex. So was y'all? Oh my gosh! Well, this gonna come up later in this episode. Mm, mm. How uh, you? We're gonna get there. Oh, what Nicki Minaj say? Oh, we gonna get into some things. Oh, okay. that's my favorite part of Queen. Oh, we gonna get into some things. 
So, uh, if you guys are new to the podcast this year, you know, um, well, you don't know. Uh oh. <laughs> you don't know that our last episode of the year is always our Gay Olympics episode, meaning we have some categories uh-huh. and we're going to nominate some people for some awards. The third annual. Is the, that third this year? is the third annual yeah. Gay Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if y'all want to keep seeing Gay Olympics happen, we got to get to year four. Get Come over to on. our Patreon right now. Um, so I'm going to announce I a category and, um, I'm going to give my nominees and Ron Meadows is going to give his nominees okay. and then we're going to collectively decide who won the award. <laughs> I love that we do this on air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. No. So like the Grammys and the Oscars, they'd be like getting together and colluding and being like, well, what, what looks good politically? Who, what bitch deserves this? And they do all that shit behind closed doors. They come out and be like, it's a surprise. La La Land won. Girl, no. <laughs> we don't do that because we believe We're that not... it should be fair and mm-hmm. impartial, raw judging. Hashtag raw. <laughs> um, so the first category that I'm going to put up this year is most turnt year. Who you got? So, most turnt year, again, for newbies, if you have not been listening for three years, <laughs> means that this person had the most turnt year Sweetie. possible. Sweetie. So, my um, nominees are Lizzo, obviously. Because she had she had a really turnt year. I don't, I don't like a lot of the things that Lizzo's name has been in. Mm-hmm. And the way that... I definitely don't like the way that some people have talked about her, but... It's undeniable with her number one and her Time Grammy nominations, of the year. Ta- of the year yeah, or uh, Entertainer of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, her glow up. She, she used to work at Liberty, Texas. Okay. <laughs> um, so I can't take any of that away from her. Mm-hmm. And um, Cardi B, um, for becoming another rapper, rapper female who won a Grammy. Um, Donald Trump. Keep getting away with shit. Got away with shit all fucking year long. And Kim Kardashian. My my question is, who hosts a damn Merry Christmas rally and during when they get impeached? I mean, like, girl, what is going on, Donald Trump? He's having a turnt year. <laughs> he is it. He was like, it don't feel like I'm being impeached. I'm out here with y'all complaining about dishwashers and people who flush and the toilets. toilets. <laughs> He said people flush the toilet too many times. He think he gonna have to put a limit. So is the federal government gonna put? I mean, like, no. Bottoming is gonna go out of business if this is going on. <laughs> the federal government ain't about to do nothing. He's just talking. But that's why he I nominated him for most turnt because he really is turnt. <laughs> and if you think he was turnt in 2019, he's about to get turnt. It's election year. We know he got to do scams for votes. Oh, he about to be. Hmm. So I have two. I'm gonna go with my soft one first. It says India Moore, okay. who starred in um well of course she slayed an, another season of Pose. Mm-hmm. That's just her thing. And then she was casting um no Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. It just one of the girls in the room because it was a pimp down to the Nola, New Orleans, and um she was just one of the girls. And then on Twitter, I was like, oh the gay agenda is they've snuck this transgender woman in there in the scene. And we as men have a right to know that there was a transgender girl in that movie in that house. So one quick thing about what that before, before we before we make our deliberations on who should win. Nobody snuck a transgender <laughs> woman into that movie because all y'all know know who India Moore is. 
Name the other two girls that was um hoes in the house. No. You don't know them hoes names. <laughs> I don't know. So you know the trans girl's name because she's famous. <laughs> Nobody snuck a famous person into the movie. <laughs> if anything, them other two bitches was snuck into the movie because I don't know them. And still don't know them and saw the movie. <laughs> so get the fuck out of here with that. Um, and India Moore also um, was the first trans model to cover Elle magazine. So um, the the winner of Project Runway every year gets to be included in Elle magazine. So, you know, like, I think that that's the, a, pri- a prize that the people in the fashion industry are looking towards. Um, so for India Moore to be the first trans woman to cover that. I think she's having a, ter- a professionally turned year. Okay. The, okay, I was. I thought we was trying to be classy on Delta <laughs> the Awards. I'm just trying to be fair. <laughs> okay, I don't the, believe. I don't. I don't like anything that Donald Trump has ever done in his fucking life. I, but I cannot deny that the motherfucker is turned. <laughs> I do think that Monet Exchange turned her lip sync to good as hell to the uh, when Lizzo was the judge on Drag Race. So uh, I think that was a cute little moment for Lizzo. But that's the only real moment that I think about Lizzo. Everything else is. Okay. All these performances. She plays the flute. I think she did great at the BET Awards. Whatever mm-hmm. the current single was back in June when the when she was performing the at the AMAs. BET Awards. I don't know what she performed at the AMAs. Oh no, which one? Oh, it was the VMAs where she had the big ass on the stage. Oh yo, okay, okay, that was cute. That was cute. Yeah. I, I, okay, so that's what we're giving her. Cute. She's cute. I'm saying that those are memorable. She's been turned. She's been turned all year long. All year long. Okay. Well, here's my final submission. Okay. Darrell Hines will jack off anywhere. Wait, this is still most turned. This is tur- that. That's what oh. my point is, because he will jack off anywhere. He I was jacking you... off on the side of the highway. He told some y'all come pick me up. He Are, was jacking is he off. A double nominee? Is he also in the porn category? <laughs> he could be. Look, <laughs> look. If if that's if you got him on your list, I don't. But uh, he was definitely turned jacking off on the side of the highway. Then he was jacking off down to the Planet Fitness. The girls had started a campaign down to the Twitter to identify him and get him banned from Planet Fitness. If you're serious about fitness, don't go to Planet Fitness. <laughs> then he was jacking off down to the hotel pool. Thompson, come get in here with me. Bruh, no. We're going to have to empty the water out and re-chlorine. Chlorinify. Is that a word? Name your baby that. Chlorinify. Chlorinify. Uh, just Darrell Hines is doing his OnlyFans porn. And he was going to get these subscribers by any means necessary. I think him and Donald Trump basically tick for tat. Stunt, 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 stunt. That's very turnt. Okay. So who you got? Uh, turnt is going to have to be between Donald Trump and Darrell. Okay. And for the winner me, is... For me, I don't know. Who do you pick? Donald Trump. Okay. I mean, you can't... It's presidential turnt. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's turned presidential harassment. Yes, he got away with saying presidential harassment for being charged for crimes. <laughs> you did criminal shit. Ain't nobody harass you. And then he talking about the do nothing Democrats. We had called you and told you to come down here. We could have sent you a car. You got a lot of cars parked outside. We did not already pay the for those. He don't even need a car. The White House is around the corner from the Capitol building. He could have walked over there. Talking about some the do nothing Democrats. And sit, bring your friends. They had subpoenaed all Donald Trump friends, and nobody and came. All their paperwork and all their computers, and, and didn't nobody send, come to work. Nobody sent the <laughs> iPad down to say, "Look, this is what the information we got." That was a turkey year. <laughs> honestly, he truly, went, honestly, yeah. Okay, um, next category: icon in the making. Okay, so <laughs> I have three. The first one is going to be um, 
informative because no. it's an icon. Yeah, yeah. It's we're not being classy. I thought I really wrote classy <laughs> stuff. Like I'm like, oh, she did. She was a speaker. She like my icon in the. I'm like, wow, this person just got a brand deal. Now we're gonna get to a couple of that. A couple of those. Um, my first icon in the making is Pastor Tongue. Um, my second one is Laith Ashley, and my third one is uh, Haley Bailey. Who is that? Haley. Oh, Eric? from Chloe and Haley. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. I was like, I don't. Okay. Um, my icons in the making is Dominique Jackson from Pose. Kind of like Candy, she's been going around talking about the trans movement and all those types of things. But coming from Dominique Jackson and this given what her character gives on pose and what she gives in person when I see her. I really think she's an icon in the making. I think I wanted to nominate Candy as like the second person, but she gets in trouble on Twitter a lot and she does. Not that you can't have like provoking commentary, but you can't be on the wrong side of the aisle, ma'am. Okay, so that's my first one. And the second one is um black gay author Donnell Moore. Um, who has just joined Netflix's diversity and inclusion team. Um, last year, he ruled the summer when it was announced that he was on, on Oprah Winfrey's book list, short list for the books that, that you need to be reading. And then for him, like... And it's right there? Yeah. Come on, LGBT household. Um, and for this year, for him to snatch that Netflix deal, and he was like, hey, y'all, I'm packing up my New York house and moving to L.A. I was so jealous. I was like, I want my job. I want that job. What is it called when the job pay for you to come out? And they move your they shit. They pay your moving expenses. And then they, from New York to LA, that's costs. like 6,000 miles, ain't it? How many miles that is? Well, I'm just happy that one of us is going to be in the room when Netflix is making deals and doing production. Yeah. Because oftentimes they're not now. They haven't been too problematic. They just ain't did enough of our content that mm. they should be doing. And hopefully he gets in, he's involved with um, the content production yeah. element as well. So who's going to win? Icon in the maker. Uh, I'm leaning towards Pastor Tongue because that was iconic what he what? did this year. But the, the winner should be Darnell. Darnell Moore. Icon in the maker. Do you know what he did to the internet? You know what he did to y'all, to the gay boys and the straight women? If that's the case, give it to the pastor chair girl. Oh, when he they did, was he didn't do nothing to nobody. When they was sucking dick in the pastor chair down to the sanctuary. Nobody was like, oh my God, I want to find him. See if I get my my dick sucked by him. Nobody said that. Well, I couldn't end up making this Darnell more. Thank you. I rescued that one. Wow. <laughs> um, Next is Humanitarian of the Year. Okay, what you got? What you got? I got one. How many you got? Y- give me your one because okay. my two, I'm going to go into detail. Um... I have one. It's Jason Prodigy, who is the real-life overall mother of the House of Prodigy in Philadelphia. Um, There is a 30-minute documentary featured by the Philly Inquirer that um, does a view of ballroom culture in the last 30 years in in Philly. And so for... um, Jason Prodigy to be the face of that, a black gay man, and for him to get like posters made really big and to cover the front page of the paper, and for a ballroom to be at the front of it, and just for Jason being like a really good mother. Like the people check in on down to the instant the Twitter, and they're like, I'm with Mother Prodigy. Um, you know, we're hanging out down here. Mother Prodigy always has some food on the stove, and it got a nice house for us all to come to when we're going through it. So my humanitarian of the year is Jason Prodigy. I hope you got a classy <laughs> human. I don't even know. <laughs> you never know. Did you do a classy 
Yes. Upscale humanitarian lipstick. Absolutely. Both of my gentlemen are classy and esteemed. Come on. The first sponsored one, by Walmart. Or <laughs> we need to get a sponsor for the We're sponsored by <laughs> Manscaped this week. Manscaped.com. Get to it. Uh, my first humanitarian of the year uh, nominee is Dana White. Dana White is a speaker and facilitator, uh, also a current program officer on the True Colors United board. Um, True Colors is a um, a program that implements innovative solutions to youth homelessness that focuses on the unique experiences of LGBTQ young people. Um, they impact over 4.2 million youth in the United States of America. Is this the hashtag 40 to none? They do the um, LGBT youth homes. They're involved. Day? Yep. Hashtag 40 to none. Um, he's also made a uh, impact as the program manager for Smile. Um, Smile, S-M-Y-A-L. Uh, supporting and mentoring youth advocates and leaders. Supports and empowers LGBTQ youth in Washington, D.C. Merit- metropolitan area. Um, through youth leadership, um, Smile creates opportunities for LGBT youth and builds self-confidence, develops critical life skills, and engages their peers and community through service and advocacy. So he has been on both of those boards um, this year and has done great things for both of those and has also been working um, independently for himself in speaking and facilitating engagements and going out and Making sure that he represents the community the way that the community community really needs to be represented. Come on. So Dana White is my first nominee. Um, my second nominee is Mario Gray of Us Helping Us. Uh, he is the I high love Mario. Impact, I love Mario. He's the high impact prevention and training coordinator. Um, Us Helping Us is a program that is committed to improving the health and well-being of communities of colors through innovative programs and services. Um, He is also the facilitator of the Crossroads Healing Sexual Health and Awareness Trip to the Cabins of Deep Creek, Maryland. So both of those are my nominees, uh, very highly accomplished throughout this year. They've helped so many gay people, well, LGBTQ people uh-huh. of color, um, throughout 2019, and have just dedicated so much of their time and so much of their energy and spirit to uh, helping out our community in any way possible, no matter the time, date, place, event, venue. I like this category. Look at us, <clears throat> humanitarian of the year. I think it's Dana. I really like. I like. I really yeah. like Dana's work. So Dana White, you are our humanitarian of the year. I love it. Follow him on um, Twitter. Is it Dana Vivian White? Yes. It's on Twitter. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, Dana White, amazing. Um, come pick up your award later. <laughs> <clears throat> our next category is read of the decade. What you got? You? We added this because Twitter um, can't stop talking about it. Um, I have two nominees. Okay. And one of them is because it it just was overwhelmingly talked about, even though I don't feel like this is a read of the decade for me, because when you look back in hindsight, huh? <laughs> it, it, it the person that was doing the reading bred herself. Girl, don't be looking back unless you, your shoe fell off. <laughs> um, don't get your shoe, girl. The one that everyone was talking about was obviously Phaedra versus Kenya. 
at that one reunion where uh, but Fajal what you was will know is he needed ten dollars to get a medium pizza, so he nutted in or something, so you can have a something, something, something. It was cute. I don't. I really think Phaedra came up with it off the dome, though. I really think Phaedra came up with it off the dome. I don't know. The same way that the girls read Kai for her, quote, rehearsed reads. I don't really think that was a rehearsed read, though. Uh, that was too detailed. She said. No, I, no. I, uh, it may not be. It may not have she, been rehearsed word for word, but she definitely was the like idea. putting that shit together. Headless oh, sperm banks, needing the $10 <clears throat> for a pizza. And Meanwhile, she's sitting so next to her ex-husband, who is a current convict. So that's also a read to herself. Um, but the my next nominee is um, New York versus Gemma. Who that is? On that Tiffany celebrity? Pa- yeah, uh, celebrity big brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New York won. The read, this is why this is my nominee. The read went from when they were talking face to face all the way from when they were talking face to face to the confessional and she mm. continued the read. She's like, Girl, I got a little more to say. <laughs> finish my read <laughs> um the read started off with Gemma being petty and asking for her shoes back and tiffany new york hbic pollard said oh bitch you want your shoes back <laughs> <laughs> and she took her shoes off she took these fucking were they gucci i can't remember they were something, i think they were gucci something name brand mm-hmm. and she took these motherfucking shoes off and threw them at her <laughs> and then got in the confessional and continued to drag her and saying um if they were meant for a beautiful girl she should have never picked them up off the rack so those are my nominees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so the first one says you need to be trying to get an education because your looks ain't gonna get you paid. Oh, yeah. your hair is uneven. You look dusty. So what are you gonna do besides pander, rob, and try to trick some chick out of her baby that out of her baby's chick or something? <laughs> so I just really think that whole scene, that whole scene is the overall mother. But um, on Beyond Scared Straight. 51-year-old Reginald, they didn't give the last name for security reasons, I'm sure. But Reginald said, you need to be trying to get an education because your looks ain't going to get you paid. That is a a educational, classy read. I'm telling you, young man, don't don't end up 51 out here like me with a a bump and curl down to the... How is they even curling hair in prison? I don't even know. They got the rolling curls, like the pink ones. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't even know how Reginald rolled his hair. He got a nail on and everything. So, shout out to your looks. They go get you paid. You look dusty. Um, And the second one is when Father Pope was talking to oh, Olivia. Yeah. Oh, no. I thought about you was having to work. Uh, to Fitz. Because that one, when he, told, when he told Fitz you were nothing but a boy. Ugh. So, I was trying to pick one specifically just because I was like I don't know if I could just do all the Father Pope monologues or if I have to give a specific one but it sounds like you got one and I got one Um, but when Father Pope was talking about how black people have to work twice, twice as, as hard well. to get half of what white people have baby girl it was 847 and we was hashtag scandal ABC and we was like bitch we felt that in our puss we felt that in our cankles we felt that in our gout okay we felt that in the lympha and <laughs> Uh, when Father Pope said us black folks have to, black folks in the UK felt that black folks in Canada felt that Africa <laughs> yeah so um just the best read of the decade I can't top that uh, like that one just that <clears throat> Papa Pope for the win Father Pope read of the decade anytime Papa, he on the camera just yeah in general we ain't even gonna just say that one or that one or that <laughs> one Papa Pope the reader just, of the last decade come on um, the best TV show of 2019 
My nominees are uh, Pose, of course. She's just been nominated since she's She said girl. Okay, she's on my list as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, Watchmen and When They See Us. So I definitely have Pose because the stories that they explored um, this season um, uh, with the funerals, having to go to so many funerals, and the um, the boys were just like, oh, we want to go get pizza and hang out. And then Praetel has had to tell them, no, we have got to, this is us dying. If we have to go to six funerals a day, that, that's what they had to go through back then. So, like, to share that story. And then to um, talk about the sexualization of trans women um, having um, homegirl work down to the sex shop Candy. for another season. Oh, um... Mother Dominique Jackson. Mother, yeah, so having her work down to the sex shop and those stories and she's an it wasn't Evangelista and now she's a uh, winter. Winter-er. Yeah, so now them booking the, them booking the summer girls trip in the in the middle Electra. of August. Electro abundance. There we go. Electro abundance. Winter. Evangelista winter. <laughs> Look, okay. How she going through tra- transitions? <laughs> and then they went to the summer house. So it's talking about how being a trans woman and exploring the BDSM fantasy with them. And then I have one more thing. And a trans woman falling in love on the beach. Yeah. And dealing in what hope look dealing like. with her HIV diagnosis um, and coming through stronger by the end. Um, and then obviously the the death. I think I can say it because I don't feel like Girl. I feel like everybody has seen it now. It's the end of the year, but the death of Candy. Yeah. Uh, hashtag spoilers. It, um, it still kept us tuned in because we loved her character so much. She died like episode two, and we were like, "Girl, episode nine, where's Candy? She better be in this one." Um. So pose. That's my kept us glued to the TV. Yeah. And then my second one is um, about last night. That's produced by Slate TV. It's a TV series on YouTube. They have Slate TV. The app. Oh. So I have it saved in my um. You should watch. To watch later. Yeah. yeah. They up to like eight episodes on YouTube um, now. The but one the that I series the beginning on. of it is um an engaged couple. That's what drew me in. Okay. Um Well, about last night it's about a one night stand between Spencer and Jaden at a house party in New York City, but they developed a real relationship out of it. And so it's talking about how weird it is that um a one night stand could turn into a real relationship and the dynamics between um families on both sides and um, I think it, I don't. I think it's Jaden. Jaden's ex is still in the picture because whenever he gets mad at Spencer, the first thing he do is call up his ex. But his ex is the oh. weed man. His ex is the weed man. So it's like, okay, well, girl, that's still my plug. I'm mad at you, which is why I need to smoke. And so, like, if I need to smoke, and then he come over here, <sighs> shambles. <laughs> the, so and I, I need a discount on my weed because it ain't a pay week. Woo. Don't let me have like extra troubles. My man get on my nerves. It's not a pay week. I need to smoke. Come up here, I'll suck it, and you just leave a bag. This sounds personal for you. <laughs> it could it could be my testimony. Okay. Um. So I did see that one on YouTube. Yeah. But the one that I'm talking about is Love at First Night. It's also on Slay TV. Oh, is that what it's called? Love at First Night. I said about last night. Oops. Oh, okay. Love at first night. Oh, I was like, I love guess it's two, two different TV shows. <laughs> look, look, dyslexic. Okay, love at first night. Yes. Okay, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have another one? No, those were my two. So I think I, I think pose the winner is pose. The pose is um the pose is the best TV show on TV, and if it's not going to be nominated by some of these white award shows Ooh. and win awards at these white award shows, yeah. the the one place that it will win an award is right here on this Black Gay Award Show. Come on out.
So, Pose uh, was the best TV show of the year. Had the most to say, Mm -hmm. took the most risks. Mm -hmm. Um, It grew the most because when we look at season one to season two, the growth of the acting skills, the growth of the glam team, um, the growth of the stories being actual stories that we know of people in the ball scene and in the trans community, um, and actually enlightening some people that didn't know these stories at all. Um, some people that didn't, you know, have to have to go back and re-refresh themselves on Paris is Burning and even figure out what the context of these stories were. So anything that can be... Oh, and then they had the body in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just The body it. is still in the closet. <laughs> the body is still in the closet, yeah. FYI. Um, but shout out to Love at First <clears throat> Night. If you have not watched this show on YouTube, make sure you check out Slate TV because we love them as well. Really close. Absolutely. Um, the next category is She Tried. Tamar <laughs> one day posted on Instagram Ladies, the truth is these dudes out here really do be gay. If he ain't touched you in three, four, ten days, it's because he don't want you. He wants some dick. Tamar, what? Huh? Whoa. I was like, I was right in the middle of paying my Comcast bill. Then I got an Instagram notification that Tamar has a new post. And I'm just like, well, Brixton Values ain't filming or airing right now. It might be filming. It ain't airing right now. So what is Tamar talking about? Let me go see. Okay, well, I'm going to have to pay this cable bill tomorrow because I got to get up here and read her and down to the comments. What's going on, Tamar? Tried it. She tried the fuck out of that. Your line was suspended? <laughs> Tamar line needs to be suspended. <laughs> Cut her line. I'm so excited about the website, y'all. <laughs> but who do you got for you tried it? Oh, so, okay, you got one nominee for she tried it. Also, Milan Christopher released a dildo. <laughs> And a replica of his booty hole down to the brand deal. So, did y'all buy that? I was like, okay. We were all like, wow. We were happy that Milan Christopher had a brand deal at that capacity. But we were all like... I would feel dirty mm-hmm. fucking Milan Christopher's silicone butthole. I was just like... Uh... It could have been any other black entertainer. And I'd be like, ooh, this might be interesting. But I'm like, ooh, this feels greasy. I mean, we were excited. But we were just like... Side-eyeing it the whole time. So, what is that about? So, does it have artificial walls or does it have walls like he Well, he got walls. to pick if he wanted to have the beads or if he wanted to have the lines or what the zigzag lines should be. So, when you put your meat in there, in the it should replicate the feeling of his booty hole. But that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, is his booty hole really... That's too much. She um, tried it. <laughs> I tried it. I'm, okay, I nominate myself because I tried it right now. No, there. I was talking about him. That's why, because, I was like, cause that's why we it, side-eyeing it. We're side-eyeing it okay. because of like, so what does his booty hole feel? Mm. We were happy for him, but we were just like, mm, I don't know. She tried that. She tried it. She tried it. Um, <laughs> My first nominee for She Tried It was, uh, is Cats the movie? Sweetie. <laughs> Taylor Swift, you tried it. Jennifer <laughs> Hudson, y'all James tried it. Corden, Jason Derulo. Idris Elba. Oh my god, y'all tried it. I just ran out. Ninety-five of million dollars it took y'all to make that movie, and she barely made seven. Ninety-five six, million seven dollars. Mm-hmm. All this A-list talent did nobody give a fuck to go see it. James Corden said he hasn't even seen it yet, but the reviews say that it's terrible. (laughs) James, you start, James Corden, you start in the movie, you can't say that you ain't seen your own movie and that the reviews are terrible. You can't say that. (laughs) 
Where's your marketing girl? <laughs> Cats the movie y'all tried it. <laughs> Jesse Smollett. Ooh, winner, you tried it. <laughs> winner, winner, winner. Okay, but no, Tamar tried. Okay, so uh, hold Tamar, on. I'm not done. I'm not done yet. Okay. Jesse Smollett. I don't even know if I don't even really feel like I gotta even tell y'all what Jesse Smollett did and tried. Oh my god. The Chicago Police Department is also trying it, but they're not nominated. <laughs> <clears throat> Kevin Hart, you tried it. Okay, well let's say that because this in my next this in the next category for me. But we can give our points okay, on it. Okay. okay. Uh the clear winner is Jesse Smollett. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Justice Smollett, you tried it in so 2019. In the middle, it's 2 a.m. on the night of the polar vortex in Chicago. The the girl three months six months later got the award for putting sixty two thousand dollars on her own personal credit card. Look, y'all, I don't know what's going on in the world, but it is so cold. I cannot even let the homeless be out here cold. I gotta go put sixty two thousand dollars on my own credit card. She got an award for that. Humanitarian down to the BT Awards. And you mean to tell me you were A list actor on Empire. It's like, bitch, I'm going to A list? I'm going to the subway. At the t- at the time, at the time. I wouldn't say A list. At the stunts, shenanigans. Had Beyonce's Beyonce, A list. <laughs> Justin Smollett, B list. Had they Frank Gatson's um one of Beyonce's creative directors out here putting the noose around your neck. And talking about, oh, you had got beat up. It was Clorox bleach poured on you and they called you a nigger and they had on mega hats and what? What? And it was white men. And then you still hold up the story to this day like it really happened. Like we have not seen all of this proof against you. Now, I don't believe the Chicago Police Department. Like I don't believe in SlimFast. But, huh? all of the proof that we have seen shows us that you tried it. You tried it in 2019, and you still are trying it. You should give it up. And his charges was dismissed off of if he um, relinquished the $10,000 bond that, that it cost him to get out or something like that. And then he claimed he did a weekend of community service. Okay, so, girl, you got away. You got, but you know he did Shut up! He said, no, no, I was unjustly... Um, victimized, so I'm gonna sue. Or what? What? And they counter the, uh, the Chicago police law, girl, we're gonna sue you first. <laughs> Imagine us out here. She do win the try the war, but Tamar tried Tamar also tried it. Tamar Tamar really tried it. if your man ain't touched you in three, four, ten days, that means he wants some dick. And then she put that on her mama. And she's and she ended the rent with I put that on my mama. A stroke survivor. Evelyn didn't deserve that. <laughs> But the black gay community did not deserve what Justice Smollett did to us. Because now we ain't going to be believed in no goddamn where. Yeah. So, Justice Smollett, thank you. Uh, you can also come down and pick up your award. <laughs> um, Throw her away. Kevin Hart. <laughs> this nigga seriously. I didn't even get to an- announce the award category. I just did. Okay. Just, all right. Throw her away. Throw her away is the award category. Throw. These are people that we are throwing the fuck away. These are irredeemable people. Okay. So the scam was um, Kevin Hart had tweeted some shit in like 2012, 13, 14, 15. Back when he was on the come up. No Nicki Minaj DVD. So um, he had tweeted some homophobic shit. He was cackling with his followers and it was it was anti this, anti that, and it was anti me. So we all got together and said, girl, you just come around here and just go on your apologies tour. 
since you tore off everything else. And he was like, no. As a matter of fact, fuck the Oscars. I'm not apologizing to them. And so I guess they can keep that little war show. Then he goes on Ellen. As if some white lesbian girl can speak for me and my journey and my struggle, my brothers and sisters, what we go through having to be one black man, two feminine, three, I might got a wig on because girl, it's Tuesday and I wear wigs on Tuesdays. You just took your wig off. You don't have a wig on. <laughs> so, but that's, that's my story. Ellen ain't, Ellen ain't got this story. Oh, well, I went down to the Ellen, so that makes everything right. No. You can come down to the Here For It podcast. Then Thomas, <laughs> then the, released the trailer for the "Don't Fuck This Up" documentary by Kevin Hart. That's where I was going with, when I was. You you just seriously got a book deal off of this? What I mean, a, a document a, a documentary, documentary deal. deal? Same difference. Talking about his struggle, how hard it was for him. <laughs> it was so hard for you to lose million dollar deals when you already got other million dollar deals lined up. It's so hard for you. That's the difficulty in this situation. Jumanji 1 and 2 coming out. What is going on? Well, she ain't going to make that much money, but okay. Because we're not going to go support Jumanji 2 the way we supported Jumanji 1 because of this shenanigan. I agree. I'm not going to see Jumanji 2. I'm not going to go see Jumanji 2, no. At all. And I recommend y'all don't either. If you do go see it, pay pay money, like I always tell y'all, pay money to another black film. Queen and Slim. Yep, Queen and Slim. And then go walk over into Jumanji if you just have to go see that shit. But put your money towards a black movie that is le- is not problematic where we don't have to pay our money and give our uh, acceptance to the bullshit. Mm-hmm. You are giving acceptance to the bullshit when you are buying a Kevin Hart movie ticket and just saying, well, I just want to go laugh. You can go laugh at a whole bunch of other shit. You can go watch Queen and Slim and, and get a black love story. You can Education. Go, Ew, yeah, you Queen can, and Slim. You yeah. can even go see Harriet, even though that's got problems. Woo! But, <laughs> you know what Cynthia Revo ain't doing? Shitting on black gay people. So, um, what would you get for throw her away? Throw her away. So, you got Kevin Hart, you just gonna, okay, Kevin Hart. I got another one, but I'm gonna see what you got first before I reveal my hand. It's probably gonna be the same one. So, for the second consecutive year, uh, Megan McCain is on my list as a nominee. (laughs) She was on my list, uh, I believe she won last year as well. (laughs) You you know how I feel about Sarah. (laughs) Megan McCain won last year in the throw her away, and we're still trying to throw her away. Look. (laughs) Uh, this year she two- tried what bitch? I just read, it just hit my memory while you said she tried fucking Whoopi. Yeah, she tried Sunny Hostin on many occasions. Uh, and this year, 2019, she continued the same behavior of being a brat, my a father. uninformed brat, my father, a uninformed conservative brat. Throw her the fuck away. There is no redeemable qualities about Meghan McCain. Uh, my second nominee is also I have uh, a few nominees. This is one of my Come favorite on. characters, uh, favorite categories. Excuse <laughs> me. Um, um, my second uh, throw her away nominee is Morehouse's dress code. Oh, uh, we ooh. read Morehouse to the filth mm-hmm. earlier in the year about um, men supposed to wear this. What and- what what men and what trans people can do on the campus of Morehouse? Morehouse, you are. A college, you are an institution. You are not God. You don't get to tell people how to live and how to show up. So you're supposed to be a thought leader. Supposed to be for that tuition rate, girl. So throw that dress code <laughs> away. Um, number three is Ti. 
Expeditiously. Ex- expeditiously. <laughs> she can get the fuck on out of here. Uh, I really, I mean, I haven't heard a good T.I. song in at least five years, so I don't think any good ones are coming up. And the last I, song he put out was with Iggy Azalea, and then he renounced her as the heir to Grand Hustle. So, um, I don't care. Uh, I want him to be a good family man to his family. He don't need good to be, luck with that. That's obviously a struggle for him as well. Um, <clears throat> uh, my other nominee is people who don't wash their legs. Uh, this year we saw the collective of white people not realizing that they must also wash their legs when they are in the shower. Uh, and I just I find you irredeemable at this point. I can't believe that you are an adult and you are out here raising children more than likely, and you don't know that life lesson to teach a child. So I feel like you should be thrown away. Your skin is your number one body organ. Please take care of it. Your face, your face, your skin on your face, your skin on your legs, your skin on your toes. Uh, also a recurring nominee from 2018. Also, uh, wasn't shit all of 2019. Kim Burrell. Irredeemable. Skip. <laughs> Can we just skip? Do you got another one? That's it. That's enough. Well, so I got Megan McCain, More Houses, Dress Code, mm-hmm. T.I., People Who Don't Wash Their Legs, and Kim Burrell. Kaya tried to read Bobby Lights. Now, not saying that Bobby Lights from Trina's cousin from Love and Hip Hop Miami. Not saying that he don't use his little association to sashay around Miami and get the things that he desires. But Kaya, you couldn't even get on the same damn dancing set with damn Janet Jackson. And your claim to fame is going to be reading Bobby Lights? (laughs) It's really my neck, my back, but... (laughs) And then... Apparently, she tried to come for Saucy Santana. Oh, yeah. A victim. A victim of gun violence. On the on the E-way, turning around around, coming around the mountain when she come, and then somebody decides to shoot up Saucy Santana. You ain't got to like Saucy Santana. Shout out to Material Girl. Shout out to You Can't Kill Me, his new single about the incident. And shout out to anything Saucy Santana is doing. He does not deserve to be shot if he is not instigating an actual gun violence incident if he was at the strip club and yes he pulled his pants down and he wanted to shake in his thong a little taste too cool y'all could be mad at him about it y'all go ask him to pull his pants up y'all, all those things warranted but to shoot at the car he in while he getting on the e-way bro what the fuck and for kaya to have something saucy to say about santana's incident go away she also is presenting something without seasoning like we talked about at the very beginning. Um, if you have something to say, make sure it has some seasoning. Kaya, you need more seasoning. Well, throw her away. So who wins? I don't <clears> know. <throat> who your, who's your top pick? Uh, my top pick is people who don't wash their legs. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a collective throw her away, but I don't think that that deserves like 2019 here for a pocket, like at the top of our... It's either Kaya... Or Kevin Hart, I feel, because those were like egregious towards the LGBT community, the Black gay community, which we stand. No, Kimber was more egregious to the Black gay community this, this year? year. Yeah, I thought the thing with the purple. Remember, boots? she did the. Um, I thought the thing with the purple the, boots was last year. Yeah, the boots was last year, and then this year she did the um, the LGBT people. Remember that? 
she don't deserve no. She don't deserve no consecutive. No, no, no. She didn't win last year. Megan McCain won last year. I don't. Um, we gotta pick a winner though. So who? Who? All right. Well, like RuPaul does sometimes. Well, because you brought Kevin Hart up in the last category, and I brought Kevin Hart up yes. in this category, so he's a tried it. He's a tried it and a throwaway. Yeah. So I think Kevin Hart has more. But that's but that's why I put her and tried it because I think that he has potential in the future. I think he can be taught. I don't think Kaya can be taught. Okay. So does Kaya get to throw it away? But I think Kaya might make some music in the future. <laughs> this is so difficult. This is why they just announced it at the at the end because this is around the tables talk. Okay. <clears throat> I'm a, I guess I'll agree and throw Kevin Hart away for now. 2019, we're throwing him away. Yep. And we're praying for redemption. Because you still got to yeah. see Jumanji 2 if you're going to redeem. I'm not going to see Jumanji 2. If I see Jumanji 2, it's going to be on Netflix. Okay. Um, Next category is the real sexiest man of the year. Now, uh, we have this category because um, People Magazine does their sexiest man of the year and it's always some ugly white man Blake Shelton <laughs> and um Actually, then they did well, hold on hold on mm-hmm. and then they did Idris Elba last year and we were like okay I mean I guess but that's cause it's mainstream for white women to like Idris Elba that's why that happened and now this year they awarded John Legend and I was surprised by that the youngest EGOT winner 39 years old yes and that's sexy about him accomplishments mm-hmm. Um, his demeanor is sexy. He's obviously very, very talented. So I was excited that they actually did that. A lot of people hated that because he wasn't their conventional view of a sexy black man. But he's sexy. He's safe and sexy to me. So he's one of my nominees as well. So mm-hmm. since he won the People's Choice uh, Sexiest Man Alive, he's one of my nominees. We might actually keep the real. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to nominate, at least nominate mm-hmm. the one that won the People's Choice, the People's one. Mm-hmm. So John Legend is my first nominee. Um, my second nominee is my fiance. Hi. Um, my third nominee is the baby, because there is something sexy about him. I don't think he's he's not conventionally sexy, but it's something sexy about him. Just like I like his. I want to see what he smell like. Oh, I like his swag. Yeah, I just something swag. sexy about him. Um, next is Lil Nas X. He's legal. So I can say that. I was at, he's like 19. But he's okay. legal. Oh, he, oh, here we go. All right. Those lips. 16 in Alabama. He's been legal for four years. Luckily, we don't live there. Um, My next nominee is Omari Hardwick. Since um y'all favorite show done went off the air. Um, And last but not least, Yahya Abdul-Mateen. So I had two, and the second one was Yaya from Watchmen, just because did the last episode or so of Watchmen. Uh, he was he was sexy before then. I'm glad that more people because when glad I saw him in Aquaman, I was like, wow. And then I saw him in um, If Bill Street could talk. I want to say it was the movie where it was the same, it was a Regina Bell again. He was in yeah. So if Bill Street could talk, then he was in one more. Uh, yeah, he's the been Netflix, in st- the Netflix thing, Striking Vipers. Yep, he was in the Netflix series Black Mirror on the Striking Vipers episode. So I mean, like he's been a rising. I've star. been knowing he's sexy as fuck for two years. Everybody else just caught up two weeks ago. So, but <clears throat> my sexiest man, my number one, I put Dwayne Wade for the way that he loves his family. 
that is so beautiful. And, but is that sexy? And then he, yes. I don't know. I'm asking. Oh, I said yes because the way he's a, the same way y'all gave the baby the thing for his charisma because he ain't you he ain't traditionally like oh my gosh bitch just drop everything and go run. I, I don't. No, some people would say that he I is though. Y'all he's can't. not to me. So um, a, a very successful basketball career. Yeah. Um, Dwayne Wade um, is also fearless in like um, educating people around him, be it in person or on social media, um, about being progressive as the male figure in the household. So right. I really think that those things make him attractive. Um so uh I think the it's between I think it's between Tell me your thoughts. I think it's between the baby, Yaya, and who? Who else you got? Uh my fiance. Girl bye. Okay. That's cute. Oh, you're so mad. <laughs> Why are you so mad? That's so cute. You've been engaged for 30 minutes, girl. <laughs> so, um... It's been longer than 30 minutes. <laughs> so, the baby or Yaya? Yaya. Okay, well, Yaya wins. The Yaya, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, come to my house and pick up your award. <laughs> What's your fiance here? That's fine. He will, he will help me. Trust me. We've talked about this. Uh, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna put on in there for now. Um, <laughs> my next favorite category, one of my favorite categories, is the best porn star of 2019. Um, I have nominated S. Raheem from Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, Fat Rabbit Killer from Twitter, and everything else, even with the allegations. Yes. Okay. So, there was also uh, debunking things that came out against the person that made the allegations. The, the up-and-coming girl. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, neither believe here nor there. I, be, I want to believe victims. I, I believe really the victims. No, I, I really want to believe So, if you, are, if you didn't hear that episode of the podcast that happened, I guess, maybe a month, two months ago, mm-hmm. we believed the victim initially, and corroborating evidence against the victim came out afterwards. Oh. So, I was like, well, I don't know who to believe in this instance because it's evidence against the old story so but i'm i'm putting him as a nominee because of his impact and because of the feverish amount of people that are looking at his videos i saw straight women commenting on his videos gay i mean straight women love gay porn (laughs) and i was like you got straight women like this Pornhub continues to be enamored every year they don't know how come straight women love Gay point straight women watch it more than we do. So I nominated S. Raheem because of the volume, because that nigga has a video every week. <laughs> every week. If you are on his OnlyFans or on his Twitter page or whatever, you are fully entertained. He's got something for everyone. I wonder what the rate is. Um I'm not trying to find out because I'm not paying for it. I'm not paying for it. And last but not least is Cash Nero. Um Cash Nero was my nominee and winner last year. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a nominee this year because he reinvented himself uh, with his boyfriend, who is also a porn star, Rico Pruitt. And so they have had all this on the internet drama because Rico Pruitt was somebody else's boyfriend, and then now he's cashed in. And then JD Blackstone was in the mix. Well, they back best friends now, allegedly. And then it then they announced that Rico Pruitt and Cashanero had a joint OnlyFans. Yeah, they do. And I was like. What? So, I nominated him because, girl, you are turning, you are staying relevant in the porn game no matter what. Oh, shit. I closed Facebook. No. Ah, it was time sensitive. 
Um, so I also recommended them because, um, like nobody was really expecting that, but then also my second nominee is this person right here. So they're, um, a person making their own, they're a newbie to the OnlyFans. This is their first annual. Uh, let me find his, um. So, Memphian. Okay, that's his, cause he's got a new Twitter. Memphian. Yeah, I don't want to say his government name. I know, I know His other one got suspended, so he created a new one, so I was. I was promoting him on Twitter so the girls can go. He can look Memphis. Look, we gotta support each other. Whether it's on the blog and the podcast or whether it's on the fans, y'all need to support Memphis. We got talent in Memphis. Yeah, Kay Michelle ain't our only talent. That is a talent coming out of Memphis. So L Yates was a faceless person who was making his. Is it his new Twitter name? No, that's not it. But okay, um, so he got he got a wanna, he got a tattoo. Uh, so okay, people I knew just him. Want to reveal his real? No, people name. knew him by his tattoo. All that's right. where that's where I'm going. That's the that's the see look a story arc. Okay. So people knew him by his tattoo, and he was a faceless profile out here actually hosting sex parties around the nation. I met him in D.C. I was like, "What are you doing here?" I was at I was at a conference, and then we went to Yard House to get something to eat. What and was he, he doing at? <laughs> Never mind. I've been he to the conferences. Being, he was being sponsored <laughs> like these, like I was at the conference. Montier Marie. <laughs> so you looking for a sponsor? Yeah, he was like within like one to two blocks of the conference, probably being sponsored. So L Gates, uh, but he was hosting sex parties and everything. And so like when they promoted that he was going to be there, they had to show his tattoo because that's how you knew he was going to be there. Okay. But then he decided he was tired of hiding behind his faceless profile. And then he came out and showed his face. And then it made the people fall in love with him even more because they were putting the face with the ping. And it's a it's a long, girthy thing. So shout out to Mr. Yates. He's my um best porn star of 2019. Just due to the story, like he was a faceless profile. He was going around touring, you know. And people were like, oh, I wonder what he looked like. I wonder what he looked like. And then he was like, okay, well, here's what I look like. Then the numbers grew and the numbers went up and the girls are going up and they're getting up and they're getting off. So, so, but I think Rico and them run. <clears throat> no, but I'm know. going to pick one of your other nominees as a winner. I'm going to pick L. Yates because I personally can vouch <laughs> for what he does. I have never seen any of these other people do porn in real life. I have seen L. Yates do porn in real life. Oh, and it gives. It gives what it gave. Uh, what the girl said, it's not even giving what it's supposed to give. It's, it, it gave what it was supposed to give. <laughs> it's giving what it's supposed to give. I've seen it in real life. Okay. And I was like, well, I'm just going to sit over here. All right. <clears throat> so, so congratulations, LGA. Shout out to Memphis. We won. <laughs> Take that back to Memphis. Best porn star of 2019. Yeah. Um, next is the best social media mogul or maven of 2019. I got two. Okay. Um, one is already um, snatched. A, uh, what are we? What are they snatching tonight? A category. Cool. So Dana White, I do love seeing him on um, Twitter. He's always representing for gender nonconforming individuals and also snatching girls, make sure, making sure that there is equal pay and justice for uh, all of our LGBT entrepreneurs out here in the working space where they're speaking. Um, doing HIV tests or whatever we're doing out here in the space, hire black gay people, pay them what they deserve. You know, I love saying things like that on my timeline because I feel, I get inspired to, when I'm talking to people to, to keep making sure that 
I'm getting what I deserve. And I feel so inspired because I know my other people in the industry are also doing that. But my number one pick is George Johnson, who has written for all the publications, every single one. Um, and he was also the resident editor during Pride Month at BET.com. So I was really excited to see that. And um, his back to back nominee, we nominated him last year. And his com his commentary on the later the latest Twitter happenings is always entertaining and on time. Plus, his new book "All Boys Aren't Blue" is due um, next spring, so I'm excited to see um, him tell his own story and how he stands up for black gay people all the time, writing about our stories, writing about his own story. Um, even on thebody.org, he writes about being HIV positive. He always posts pictures about him going to get tested every three months. So, because I remember when I would talk about it, I would do it every six months. And people are like, ah, stop sharing that you're going to get tested. Why? 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 People are saying that they don't they don't see anybody doing it. That's why they don't know that they need to go get tested. <clears throat> so, I love that even with all of his following, he continues to share, like, yes, I'm HIV positive. Yes, I get tested every three months. Yes, I keep my levels and counts and things. Look, y'all not going to have me out here. So, shout out to George Johnson. Um, my nominees are uh, first is uh, Drew Caskell, Drew McCaskill. Shit, I fucked that up. Drew McCaskill. I heard that name before. Yeah. Um, he's a friend of mine, so I guess I'm a little bit biased in that. But Drew McCaskill is a speaker and host of a serious uh, uh, radio show. Serious uh, XM radio show. Uh-huh. Uh, also uh, joins my other nominee on his show, Clay Kane Show, um, but is also a senior vice president for. Uh, damn, what is his title? Senior vice president of global communications, um, and is making moves in the media spaces that we really need to see for Black gay men. Um, in the public relations route, um, in the executive rooms where we always see old white men, Drew McCaskill is the only black gay man, black gay man that we see in those spaces. And um, what he does goes beyond social media. Uh, his presence is making its way around and it, it continues to get bigger and bigger. So he's uh, already taking over the XM radio game. He's on a Carrie Hunter show. He's on Clay Kane show. He does his own things. And by day, he's a senior vice president in corporate America slaying the game. Oh. Um, so Drew McCaskill uh, is my first nominee. Clay Kane is my second nominee. Again, like I said, also in the serious XM radio space, getting larger and larger every day. Um, also an author, also a speaker. Um, he continues to grow every time I see his name spoken. Um, I just love him and love what he does with his, his platforms. And finally, um, Jerome, Jerome Tremell. Um, Jerome Tremell is also a speaker, uh, a public figure, if you will. Uh, he is most notably known for going to... Um, Tommy Lawrence uh, book signing and disrupting the fuck out of that um, and is very vocal about everything in black gay Twitter um, he is followed by a lot of straight people but speaks 
authentically in a gay gaze. And that's what I love about his social media platforms. So those are my three nominees. So George Johnson or... Because I feel like we both love George. We do both love George. George won last year. Okay. Um, Or do you have two? Drew McCaskill. Drew McCaskill. I, I, I like Drew McCaskill. Uh, wasn't following him, but I do I do like everything he's doing. I can go with that. Yeah. Drew I'm McCaskill, so you are our best yeah. social media mogul of 2019. Yeah, everything. He was on something 40 under 40. And yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the the Twitter bio with my pussy game with PR Week Top 40 under 40. Um, Trailblazer. Serious XM contributor, BET analyst, diversity. He says diversity evangelist. Okay, you better wake these girls up. They believe in everything else. Uh, so shout out to Drew McCaskill for um, being our social media maven. Gail Mogul. Mogul. Whatever is going on. Maven is a woman. I just want to talk about the name of our award-winning awards, the um, Gay Olympics, third annual. This is the third annual Gay Olympics. Um, that was our last award. Yeah. If you guys have any submissions... Um, do we need to do a recount? We yeah, I yeah. Like, do we, we need to do a recount? Anybody that we did uh, give an award to and we shouldn't have given an award to, <laughs> or um, who do we miss? Did we forget somebody? Did somebody get snubbed? Cause because somebody tried it that we didn't include. It was very difficult. The I know yours was very inclusive, including the washing legs. But I was like, it's some more moments. It's some more moments. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's three hundred sixty-five days <laughs> in this year. Come really, on, Anita Baker. Really, uh, go back and listen to all the episodes. So if you want to get the moments. Go back and listen to all the episodes because the moments were covered. Okay, just like we covered a red <clears throat> book. Uh, oh, I'm 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 getting there. Oh, okay. Um, I just want y'all to know, um, I am voting present. Oh my god. <laughs> I am voting present at the um the court hearing for Ed Buck <laughs> because I would like to be there. So I'm going to vote present like Tulsi Gabbard did. Um, for the impeachment. <laughs> sure. Uh, um, but Buck- that's how your name get in the books. Because Tulsi Gabbard's name wasn't going to be in the books any other kind of way. Mm. Her, her stripe and her hair wasn't going to make her memorable. So I'm voting present because I want to be there when uh, Ed Buck gets tried. Come Ed Buck has a new attorney who also defended O.J. Simpson and the murderers of Nipsey Hussle. So it does not... Uh, shock me that his new attorney uh, stays on the wrong side of history. Um, but I would like to vote present because I would like to be there. I yeah. would like to see both of them. Juror number 12. Hashtag execute Ed Buck. Convict Ed Buck. Then we're going to get to the execute Ed Buck. I, you can't, I've always been in the... You can't apply the perm before you put the Vaseline around your edges. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> you ain't going to have no edges. Yes, you can. <laughs> you put the Vaseline on the edges so we can keep the edge, and then you can burn it. It's many girls out you there. You can burn it, but you got to get your steps in order. So, hashtag execute Ed Buck by any means necessary. Um, we do not have a sexual health this week. No, this no week, social studies either. This week was meant to be fun because it's Christmas. Merry Christmas, y'all. Yeah. Subscribe um, on our Patreon so we can get the Milan um, Christopher Fleshlight. But we got to buy two flashlights, so we're going to need like a lot of Patreon donations. That's not what I'm going to do with my money from there, but okay. Um, so we're going to move right into our songs for our souls. Um, because 
that's what's right. Time management. Um, my song for my soul. I was watching something, and it was like this old, like nineteen forties and fifties slow jam. So you know, like it was very guitar and a, a male vocalist, and it's called "Mind Your Business." <laughs> Um, by Hank Williams. He says, if the wife and I are fussing, brother, that's our right. Because me and that sweet woman got a license to fight. I got a Wait, little girl. Wait, I don't think y'all do. <laughs> it's, okay. the, it's the 1940s. Okay. <laughs> I got a little gal that wears her hair up high. The little boys all whistle when she walk by. But why don't you mind your business? Mind your business. If you mind your own business, you won't be minding mine. The domestic violence of it all. I don't... The ver- the verses are problematic. Okay. But the chorus about mind your, bi- mind your business. I agree with that part. Mind your You know what? If you mind your business, you won't be minding mine. So this is the song for myself. I hope I inspire you girls 2020. Mind your business. Do your... Do your your detox. Do your Kegels. And do your moisturizer regimen. That's sexual health for this week. Do your Kegels. <laughs> and you do that. And you mind your business. That's how... That's when the blessings come in. Um, My song this week is more celebratory because we are done with 2019. Bam, 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 bam. She is done. Yeah. Um, It is time for a renewed energy to move into 2020. And... um. This is an oldie but a goodie and um, a mood. Come on. Jack Knight and Dakota House. All we want to do is make you bounce. Monifa, would you turn me out? Show me what you think is all about. Repeating Jack Knight. Do you really want to touch it? Do you really want to mess with me tonight? Oh, and if you know how I like it, would you call my name and give it to me right? Could you just put that thing on me? Damn, I almost start singing it again. Okay. <laughs> so I can just freak on you, uh, and uh. you can just freak on me. Uh-huh. And I'm going to give it to you all night long. Uh-huh. I'm going to show your body what your lips are doing wrong. Baby, first off, that part right there. I'm going to show your body what your lips are doing wrong. Huh? You can't eat it. Huh? And so if you can't eat it, the least you can do is beat it. Be still, so I'm going to show you something. <laughs> Be still. You lay down. I got the rest. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something. That's why she became a lesbian. <laughs> Shout out to my friend. <laughs> One of my space partners. Good space partner. Come on out. Me and me, her, Well, don't come out because you're going to get whooped. <laughs> yeah, don't come out to the spade game because we, we don't play them games. But me, Monique, for Therese, and um, assorted other people played spades uh, way back in the day, back in Puerto Rico. So she, yeah. this is my friend. Um... So she know how to mean no harm by saying it. But do you really want to touch it? Huh? Do you really want to fuck with me tonight? Oh, and if you know how I like it, would you call my name and give it to me right? If you know how to give it to me. Okay. Woo. So, um, Monifa was not playing any games. Um, I think uh, it would not be far fetched of me to say this is probably the biggest single of Monifa's career, uh, everlasting career, because she's still out Come performing, on. out uh, doing concerts and being booked, appearances, and everything like that. Imagine getting paid to show up. Oh, put my name on. I'm gonna show up. Oh yes. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And that's and that's how we met. We she was being booked for the mm-hmm. same thing I was being booked for in Puerto Rico. 
and she's still being booked for it, actually, and I'm not, but that's neither here nor oh. there. Um, this song came out in July 1998. I didn't realize it was like re- that recently. Mm-hmm. It just feels like it was just. It's it feels more 93, 92. Yeah, I feel like because it's just been a staple yeah. for so long, because it's just been a hit for so long to me. It doesn't feel like it, it was. Well, it's 20 years old. It's more than 20 years old. Yeah. We're moving into a whole nother decade. Old. I'm like, do I got to start buying the pants? Am I that old? How many decades I done lived through? Well, you ain't have no sex this year. So I lived, lived through two millenniums. Wow. Two centuries? What I lived through? I don't even know. I'm you so lived through old. two millennium tours. <laughs> that's that's it. You lived through two millennium tours. No, my love. Uh, <clears throat> um, next is our Here For It. What are you here for this week? The Washington Post recently received um, a complaint that the Mormon church is worth more than $100 billion and mismanaging its funds. On record, there have only been two instances where the Mormon church has given out any of the money that um, that they've raised. And one was somehow the Mormon church had an insurance company. And so they had to do a payout because, girl, I guess they lost a lawsuit. I'm not sure. And then the second time is when they were building a mall close to the church. So they had like a real estate deal to like develop a mall close to where the church was. I guess so church members could be close and they could have like a social a social setting that mimicked what the Mormon church wanted their social life to look like. But um that those two things according to the whistleblower complaint is not um what a nonprofit organization, a religious nonprofit organization should be giving their money to. And so the whistleblower said, girl, look now, I got some documents, I got some papers, I got some things over here. And IRS, the the IRS in the 2008 um, housing crisis, the whistleblowers um, confessed that Wells Fargo was with the shits. And those people got a part of the um, IRS, the money the IRS recovered. So if you're a whistleblower for girls not paying their taxes, if they receive a whole lot of money, as the whistleblower, you get a, a cut a kickback off of what they, so the um, Wells Fargo whistleblowers have received payouts of approximately $200 million. So imagine the Mormon church, um, their charity arm being worth $100 billion and a whistleblower saying like, huh, well, if you give me a little piece of the Texas that y'all recover, then I have a lot to say. So I definitely would like I'm interested one in this personal case Because girl fuck the Mormon church They were prop 8 in the Anti-gay marriage They were leading the charge with that Because they have so much money The Mormon church reports That it cost them 6 billion dollars A year to operate Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine (laughs) To, to 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 manifest this scam and so um their um charity arm is hoarding 100 billion dollars for the second coming of jesus girl if you think jesus coming i'm asking if he take a cash or card jesus coming where the steps at stairway to heaven put me on it i don't care not god and jesus them got the the two pieces of fish and the loaves of bread if i get hungry the Mormon church can't do nothing for me. If the second coming of Christ is coming, the Mormon church's $100 billion can't do nothing. So I really hope the Washington Post and the IRS work with this whistleblower and they all get a Merry Christmas and I hope they have a Happy New Year because we need this. 
And the, these religious organizations do need to lose their um, charity status because y'all are hoarding $100 billion for the second coming of Christ. What is that going to be spent <laughs> on? Is Jesus broke when he come back? So, uh, I know y'all believe in fairy tales and things, but huh? I'm not here for it. But I am here for the whistleblower saying, like, girl, this company that's worth $100 billion is trash and i would like to tell y'all some things if y'all get a kickback for me <laughs> um well this is not my here for it but i just saw it trending on twitter and got excited but then they took my joy away oh. um it says rest I pe- rest in peace ed <laughs> and i was like, I was like oh i was like oh my magic is working i didn't know i was that fucking powerful i spoke death upon that man and then he died now i'm in real hoping, time. I'm hoping to become that powerful in 2020, <laughs> but apparently I'm not that powerful yet. It was about uh, some ESPN uh, sportcaster. So oh, okay. rest in peace to that man because I don't rest know him. I, don't I, know. I, I'm sure he's no. not to the level of evil that Ed Buck is, but I'm hoping to become as powerful as to um, speak death upon Ed Buck in 2020 and it become realistic. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> huh? My here for it. This week is the year of the big black anaconda. Uh, from Safari to uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II to Jason Derulo, we have seen big black anaconda all year long from these celebrities. And uh-huh. I live. Mm. I absolutely did. And if you want living, they could put some life in you. Hello. Oh, that old. Oh. <laughs> and take it away. Hallelujah. 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 I mean, really, if we're going to go to church about it. Okay, that's when the blessings uh, come in. That's when the blessings come in and come out. That's where the blessings come in. <laughs> Woo! Anyway. Um, I love... Huh? I love that it happened. I feel like... Yes, there are people that fetishize um, black men, especially dark-skinned black men. But I liked to see the outpouring of love and lust for all of these men that happened this year. Um, And whether they showed peen... um, Showed their talents. Um... Yaya's a great actor. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. He was beautiful before I saw his penis. Um... Who else was it? Um, Safari's not a great rapper, but I mean he's nice. <laughs> um, and Jason Derulo, he looks Beautiful kind. Gowns. <laughs> he looks <laughs> kind. <laughs> um, and so I, I'm just happy that their penis is bringing them profits. Hallelujah. Cause I mean you can keep it under wraps and not okay. get shit for it. Y'all let her sell the feet pics. I could let her sell dick. All right, come on. Kim Kardashian got a billion billion dollar family off of um, throwing her pussy and titties everywhere, so why not? Mm. Big black dick should be a higher commodity. Quote me. Um, and last but not least, it is our last call. It is our last last call of 2019. Um, if you are unfamiliar with this show and unfamiliar with what our last calls are, it is when we take a shot, preferably of tequila. To close out the episode because it will be our last call. So, if you would like to take a shot of something with us, it's Christmas. Your ass should not be at work. If you are listening to this in the morning, feel free to day drink. It's Christmas. Turn up. 
My last call goes out to Stonewall House, which opened recently in Fort Greene, Brooklyn, New York. Um, they have 145 units. Oh, yeah. And yes, yes. Um, they will be opening housing to like people who are 62 years or older who make less than 50% of the average income in, in the Brooklyn area. Um, and they're definitely dedicating portions of the units to people who are homeless, previously homeless, and things like that. You know, they're going to take care of the uh, homeless elderly. I'm really excited for, um, I think the, I think in D.C. it's called Mary's House. D.C. is supposed to be developing something like Mary's House has been in development for a couple years. So I'm hoping that the project here in D.C. will get launched soon. And I'm hoping that smaller cities will be able to um, see that there is a specialized audience because as Gay people, when we get old, we don't have eight kids and 13 grandchildren or two great-grandchildren. Unless you have a house. Unless you were heterosexual or a little taste at first and then you just... No, but I mean like a, a ballroom house. Like oh. They have, oh, like House of Prodigy, yes. Yeah. Shout out to... Um, house, house of LaBeja, Pro- House of Pendavis. Yeah. So, um, but a lot of us will be old and alone. So, shout out to Stonewall House down to the Brooklyn, New York and the Fort Greene area. Um, I'm just really excited to see what they do because it will definitely, by default, become a model of what housing the elderly looks like 30 years from now. And child, I I would like to see it, but I hope it ain't bleak. Same. Um, Thankfully, I'm going last because my home is a lot lot brighter. (laughs) Um, my last call is to the HBO show Watchmen. <clears throat> While you guys are off for the holiday, go binge it all now if you have not watch it seen again. Because it. It I'm going to watch that, it again. Yeah, I'm going to watch. Well, I watch. I guess I watched three episodes again because uh, my fiance hadn't seen the last three episodes, and I want to. I wanted us to watch definitely the last two together because it was just it was so romantic and a good story outside of the penis. Mm. Yes, the penis was a bonus. Mm-hmm. Yes, the penis was a masterpiece. But outside of that... Regina um, King and Yaya gave amazing performances. performances yes. Um, so not only was there... Glor- there was glorious nudity, but there at the center of the story was a black love story that I don't feel like we have seen on TV forever. I really don't. I'm sorry. Just like a love story that contained sacrifice... Um, a love story that contained legacy of um, things coming around full circle and family all of those things played a part throughout this show and yes if you're not a comic book fan or if you're not a sci-fi person it may um, involve some patience you may have to be patient through some of it because some of it is very sci-fi heavy. No, you don't have to have seen the movie before. No, you don't have to have read the graphic no, novels before. No, because I ain't before. seen none of it. No. I have, and, and when you have, it makes it that much more special. But even if you have not, this is something that is standalone, and I'm sure most of you have heard already. The very first episode um, encapsulates real history that even black people didn't know about. White people, I knew that white people weren't going to know about that and didn't care about it. (laughs) But for black people to know about um, the Holocaust of of Tulsa and then get interested 
to go find other things because that was not even the only Holocaust in the the early 1900s. There were earlier Holocausts and later Holocausts. The one in St. Louis. St. Louis, Philadelphia. The one in Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. So, um, the race riots. I, w- I want them to, you know, see that from the beginning to the end. The beginning is very shocking and then all the way to the end where I like the representation of a black person being all powerful or more than one black person. And I'm not, I'm not spoiling it, but one black person being all powerful and then maybe another person, black person being all powerful. We just don't see that on TV. We really don't even see it in the movies. I want to say, where do you see that at? You really don't even see it in the movies. Because, mm. I mean, Black Panther wasn't all powerful. Black Panther had weaknesses. Black Panther was getting his ass whooped here and there. Um, And in other black comics. But without spoiling it, I just want y'all to take the time. If you don't got HBO, go find your friend that got HBO. Get their fucking password. Go watch it or go over their house. Spend some time with your friend, even if you don't like them, and watch the show. Find a way to watch it. Or some of y'all got Fire Sticks, you can pirate it. Uh, it, it don't matter because the ratings weren't that great for it. Um, and so we don't know if we're going to get a season two. But it's a standalone season where even if we don't get a season two, you can just continue to watch this one season and see so many different things unfold throughout the time. So last call is The Watchmen. That is this week's episode of Here For A Podcast. And that is this year's episode of Here For A Podcast. You're not going to hear no more from us in 2019. Next time I talk to y'all, it's going to be 2020. Follow the show on the internet at Here For A Pod, hereforwardpod.com, patreon.com forward slash hereforwardpod, hereforwardshop.com to get merchandise, and hereforwardlive.com if you want to see us in your um, city, honey. We are trying to come to Atlanta. Somebody called me the other day. When y'all coming to Atlanta? Did you send me your sugar daddy number? <laughs> I'm trying to get numbers. I'm trying to make connects. We're trying to come to Atlanta. So if you if you got a sugar daddy or if you know a money man, and we ain't got to give up no sugar, that's better. Um, follow me on the internet. My name is Ronald Matters. Find me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. <clears throat> I am still um, one of Patti LaBelle's missing background singers. Uh, you can find me... Uh, In St. Louis, rolling no dubs. Uh, 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 Nelly had a bot back then. What's the- Nelly hit Kelly. I don't trust that. <laughs> what? Okay, cool. Um... The revolution. You can find me in twenty. Take your true bottom. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get there. Gonna you can go. find me in 2020. Let's. Yeah. Th- that's just that. Um, the revolutionary. The revolution will not be televised. It will be on a podcast. Take your true and I will see y'all in 2020. Bye.